Hi, this is Brad Harris, host of the Legacy Mindset Podcast. Thank you for joining us. What is Legacy Mindset? You see, most people are trying to go from survival to success without ever thinking of the next level, which is significance or your legacy. So in this podcast, what we're going to do is we're going to go through those three levels. We're going to talk about the three mindsets to get you to that pinnacle, which is significance or your legacy. But before we get started, I'd like to ask you a favor. If you could share this podcast with either your friends or your family or post it on social media, that would be greatly appreciated. And that's how we can get the word out. Okay, great. Now let's get started. Welcome back, everyone, to the Legacy Mindset Podcast. I'm Brad Harris, your host. Excited about being on here with you today. Here we are, what, September 15th, 2021. You can feel a different breeze in the air. This is kind of like fall's coming up. Here in Kansas City, Missouri, the nights are starting to get cool. You can just see a whole shift of the wind. It's, it's one of my favorite times of the year right? The leaves are start, going to start changing here soon. Um, we're starting to go towards winter time. So it's just a time of reflection. It's time of, 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 of looking back, okay, as we finish out the last quarter here. You know, you, you think about all these goals you set in 2021, and, and you had them all set up, and you're looking at now, and it's like, man, I didn't accomplish very much. And I don't know why I procrastinate, Brad. I just put things off. And I have accomplished some of the things I want to accomplish. So that's what I want to talk about here today is procrastination, right? That word down procrastination. And I'm going to go, go over five reasons why we procrastinate. Guys, if you go to my Facebook page, uh, Brad Harris, or uh, my Instagram, which um, you can look up Brad Harris there, when you, there was a post there I put on procrastination. So the first thing I want to cover before we get into, before we get into the five reasons why we procrastinate, I'm going to go over really probably what it's not, what procrastination is not. And most people think probably when they see somebody procrastinate, it's like, well, he's just lazy, Brad. He's just lazy. Well, guys, I don't really believe laziness is the number one reason. I don't think it's in the top 10 of reasons why we procrastinate. Yeah, you could be lazy. You could be a person who just needs to step up and go make it happen. But usually laziness is a character trait. And if someone's lazy, they're lazy. As Jim Rohn says, if you're lazy, you're lazy. You know what I mean? If you're a late person, you're a late person. So it's like, you know, a lot of times those people don't want to change. They're lazy because they want to be. But I want to look at why do we really procrastinate? Because I don't think laziness is the real reason, right? And so often we push off our to-do list because people think because we are lazy. No. And I'm going to go over the five reasons why here right now. So get your pens out. Here we go. Number one, number one, number one reason why we procrastinate is we feel, feel inadequate. The feeling of being inadequate. You know, the, the, the phrase, I am not enough. I want you to write that down because I believe a lot of people think they're not enough. You know, I did this study and they talked about it people who are high achievers and they just, they're driven, right? They're driven. They just drive and they just drive and just drive. You know, people like that. You're like, wow, he's just driven, Brad. You know why a lot of times people are driven? 
it's because they feel they're not enough. If they get to one level in, in, in a business and they think they got to go to another level, or if they, if they get a car, they got to have a better car. And if they get a home, they got to have a better home. And then they're just driven. It's because they never feel they're enough. So a lot of times people who procrastinate just feel they're not good enough to do it. I'm just not good enough. Is that you? Do you feel you're just not good enough? You look at other people and you're like, wow, he's really good or she's really good. And I'm just not as talented as them. And so it tends for you just to not do it. You see somebody else's Facebook page. You see somebody else's Instagram page. You see somebody else's stories. It's like, wow, I'm not good enough for that. You know, and I started this podcast. It was one of my big things why I procrastinated. And I had to go in 2020. It was 2020 when I wanted to do a podcast. And here it was June already, and I hadn't done it. And one of the, I think I've shared this guys with before, one of the big reasons why, number one, it's just, I, I, I just didn't feel adequate. I'm like, I don't have a good voice for a podcast. People don't want to listen to me. They don't want to get on in their car and turn on Brad Harris. And it's like that feeling of inadequacy caused me to procrastinate. Is that you? I'm going to read this little article I read from a book. Okay. And um, I, want you, I want you to listen to this. Okay. It's a little article here. So stay with me here because it says in this book, it says for me and for many others of us, our first waking thought of the day is I didn't get enough sleep. The next one is I don't have enough time, whether true or not. That thought of not enough occurs to be automatically before we even think to question or examine it. We spend most hours of the hours of the, of the, in the day of our lives hearing, explaining, complaining, or worrying about what we don't have enough of. Before we even sit up in bed, before our feet touch the floor, we're already inadequate, already behind, already losing, already lacking something. And by the time we go to bed at night, our minds are racing with litany of what we didn't get or didn't get done that day. We go to sleep burdened by those thoughts, wake up to the re, the re, you know, this, this, this feeling of lack, this internal condition of scarcity, this mindset of scarcity lives at the very heart of our jealousies, our greed, our prejudice, our arguments with life. This comes from Lynn Twist called The Soul of Money. See, we feel we're inadequate. We wake up feeling we're inadequate. Is that you? And then that caused procrastination. If you feel inadequate, you just don't get nothing done that day. You just don't feel good enough. I want you to write down, and you know, this is something I started doing, and I started doing with the kids, the grandkids, I, you know, Pam. It's like I wrote down, I am enough. And I have it all over. I have a posting note right now. It's posting note right below my computer. Okay. I have it on my dream board. Okay. I'll have it in my notebook. I am enough. If you feel enough, procrastination will go away. If you feel you're good enough, you'll go get things done. You have to have that feeling of I am enough. You know, this, uh, uh, one of the therapists, she's one of the top therapists for actors and actresses and some of the top actors and actresses in the world. And she said, the number one problem they have is they don't feel they're good enough. And you're like, what? And these are people who, I mean, just rocked it. They're, they're, they, they make it happen. They've won Grammy Awards. Okay, they've won Academy Awards, she said. 
but they'll have mental breakdowns. Because they win one, they think they got to win another. And they got to win another. I'm not enough. I'm not enough. I'm not enough. I'm not enough. Is this you? Do you live your whole life? I'm not good enough husband. I'm not good enough wife. I'm not good enough father. I'm not. You just had this feeling of inadequacy all the time, which causes procrastination. Not doing it at all. That was number one. Number two. Number two. Stretched too thin. Oh. Do you guys, how many of you guys can raise your hand and you can relate with that really, really quick? Okay. The definition of stress too thin is not having sufficient enough resources to carry out tasks. You have too much work. I mean, I know some of you, some of you guys are my great friends and you have businesses and you have, you have all these nutrition clubs and you have all these things. And it's just like, Ooh, you're spread thin. You got huge organizations. You, you're coaching, you're mentoring, you're trying to you have three kids or four kids. You have husband. Okay. You're trying to, you just like you're spread. You're spread so thin right now. This is a huge thing with sometimes it just causes us to procrastinate, not to get things done. We should get done because we can't get done. They're more important things. Remember, there's important things and there's urgent things and urgent things constantly, constantly, constantly keeps coming up. And so we never get things done because we stretched ourselves too thin. This is an issue. Sometimes we put up on ourselves. And by the way, that goes back to I'm enough. So we got to get more, got to get more, got to get more, got to get more, got to get, got to do it all, got to do it all because what? I'm not enough. Let me go over six points to know if you stretch yourself too thin. These are six things that are kind of signals, right? Number one, a horrible diet. That's stretching yourself to, you don't have time to even meal prep. You don't have time to even have a good meal. You're constantly like, well, I just stopped by there and grab that. And I grabbed that, or I didn't eat at all. Okay. Meal skipping. You stretch yourself to, you've, you've now forgot what's important, which is eating. That's our fuel. And you stretch yourself too thin. So all this stuff. So constantly, because you got yourself too thin, all the urgent stuff is demanding your attention. I see people who have three kids. They got them in three different sports at the same time. They got them in soccer. They got them in gymnastics and they got, because they feel are not enough. They got to give their kids more, 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 because man, when I was young, they didn't let me do anything. So I'm just going to do everything. So that's that feeling of not enough. That feeling of stretching yourself too thin. Is that you? You see it. What is, here's another sign. Another sign that you can notice. Okay. Taking the easy way out. This is stretching yourself. You guys will take, you'll take the easy way out. You'll do something that's not up to par. You'll settle. This is spreading yourself too thin. Here's another one. You display a short fuse. Is that you? Explode. You just, you explode. I can't handle this no more. You're the one who spread yourself too thin. This causes procrastination. This causes I can't get out of bed in the morning. You know what? I got a headache. I just, I'm just going to sleep in. I'm just not going to do anything. I'm just going to sleep all day. I'm just going to like, it's like, stop. Causes you health problems. Because you don't feel you're enough. I got to do more, Brad. I got to do more, Brad. I got to go up, Brad. I got to do more. Why, why do you have to do more? 
you're enough right now. Do you understand you're enough right this second? You're enough. You write it down. You are enough. God made a perfect 10. Do you understand this? He doesn't make sixes. He doesn't make fours. He doesn't make threes. He doesn't make twos. He makes only tens. You're perfectly made in his image. And so it's like, this is powerful you to know. Next one, number four, finding no happiness. There's no happiness. And you're successful. You're successful. You're doing great. You're doing incredible. I'm not enough. It's not enough. Procrastination steps in. You can't even find happiness into the great things that are happening. Like I said, like that article said, you wake up in the morning and you start feeling I'm on enough. Okay, I don't know if I have enough time today. I don't know if I'm going to have enough of this. I don't know. All the lack of enough starts popping up in your head. Okay, and then there's no happiness. You can't even enjoy the day. You can't even enjoy the kids' soccer game because it's not enough. I got to go here. Oh my goodness. I got to go by the grocery store. Then I go make dinner. And then I got to go to that. And then I'm supposed to do that report. And then I'm supposed to go. I got to do that Zoom. See, you've created that by stretching yourself to that. We could probably do a podcast on the art of saying no. Sometimes we got to say no. We got to naze. We got to say no to the good so we can be better. Do you understand that? That's that's such a powerful point, especially if you're a higher achiever on here. Okay, the next one, you know, somebody stretches too thin, they feel unaccomplished. The people who stretch themselves too thin, they feel unaccomplished because, you know, we call it the jack of all trades. They get nothing. They're master of none, jack of all trades. They can't get nothing done. They don't know how to delegate. They don't have somebody come clean their house. Okay, they don't know how somebody come over and mow their yard because they can't do that because I got to do that too. Maybe even think you can, nobody can do it better than you. And so it's like all these things. stretching yourself too thin. And then of course, last sign that you stretch yourself too thin is extreme exhaustion. People message me and they'll say, I'm exhausted, Brad. But first of all, guys, I see joy in exhaustion. There's nothing better than leaving it all out on the field, leaving it all out on the field. That's a powerful, if you can shift your thinking, number one, that exhaustion is powerful. That means you put it all out. You put it all out. Now, here's the reason why exhaustion wouldn't work for you. It wouldn't work for you. And write this down in big letters. You're not doing your passion. You never see a person who just ran in the Olympic gold medal. Let's say they ran the one mile run. They run that thing. You see them to exhaustion after they win the gold medal. They can, they're just like bent over. They're exhausted. Now, do you think they're happy or unhappy with that exhaustion? They are elated because they just did their passion. The reason why you're tired and exhausted because you've lost your passion. You've lost your vision. Write that down because you're only getting involved into the daily dues, but you forgot the vision. Where are you going to go? Where are you going to be? Such a powerful, powerful, powerful thing. Okay. It's like you've lost it. You forgot how to prioritize. 
That's why you're exhausted. You forgot how to prioritize to, to put things that need to be done now. And so you're doing too many things that goes back to stretching yourself too thin, right? That's extreme exhaustion. You stretch yourself so thin that you're not even doing your passion. That's why you can't be cleaning your house. If you're a successful business person or you're growing up, you can't be doing certain things. You're like, well, I can't afford that, Brad. You can't afford to be extreme exhausted and say, I can't do anything anymore. You can't afford to have a headache and not get out of bed the next morning. You can't afford to have your health go down on you. Do you get that? See, it's all about you. See, procrastination is a funny thing. Spreading yourself too thin. Is that you on here? Man, I've done that before, guys. I've done it before. Anytime that I'm exhausted and I say I'm exhausted, okay, then that means I'm not following my passion no more. You ever seen a quarterback at the end of the game when they won, it's in overtime and they win in the last play and they're exhausted. They're so excited. They're so excited because they're doing their passion. They're playing the game of life. You ever seen a woman after she had a child and she's been in 36 hours of labor? You ever seen that? And then when the baby comes out, she's exhausted. But what is she's so excited about life? If you're exhausted, you've lost your passion. You've lost it. You need to go step back and say, okay, let me prioritize. What is my passion? Chasing the wrong stuff, gang. Chasing the wrong stuff. We could do a whole podcast on this, how to delegate. Okay. So number one, remember cover number one is feeling inadequate. I'm not enough. Number two, stretching yourself to number three, perfectionism. Perfectionism. <laughs> See, perfectionism suggests a state of flawlessness without any defects. Guys, that doesn't exist. And there's so many of you out there who's just perfectionism drives you. And I, I worry, I, I sometimes have this. I like my car clean. I like my house clean. And sometimes I'm to perfection. I want it perfect. And guys, it can't be perfect. Can the house can be perfect? As soon as you get the laundry done, what do you got? Laundry. As soon as you get the house clean, it gets dirty. As soon as the lawn's mowed, it gets gross. It's never perfect. You guys get that? Perfectionism. You see, when we were a child, right? When we were maybe we had a perfect score on our test, and we like perfect score, ten out of ten, twenty out of a twenty, hundred out of perfection, and we think that's the way life is. It is not that way. Life is not perfection. You'll never win like that 100 out of 100, 10 out of a 10. It doesn't work that way. That's why people, when they get into life, they get all confused. They're like, well, in school, I was perfect. I could get perfection. It can't be. See, write this down in your notes in big letters. Perfection stops growth. It stops creativity. You ever see, we call them, those are the people we call them all learned up. I'm perfect. I don't need to learn anything no more. We tell them to go to trainings in our business and they go, no, don't need anything. I'm perfect. See, perfectionism will cause procrastination. You think that's procrastination. They just procrastinate. No. See, perfection causes you to not do anything, being lazy. In people's mind, but it, no, it's because of perfectionism.
I read this quote in a book, right? It says, I come to see that the pursuit of perfection is really a disguise for their insecurities. It becomes a statement that I'm not good enough just as I am. See, when we do that, we judge ourselves. The only perfection is being present, yet the perfectionist is never present. I'm going to read that again. The only perfection is being present, yet the perfectionist is never present. See, guys, as I said, perfection is really disguised for insecurity. You're insecure. You think perfection. I got, I, got, I got to be the perfection, right? And it goes back to, I'm not good enough. Anybody who's a perfectionist. And if you're a perfectionist on this line, it's because you don't think you're good enough. You're not good enough for where you are right now. I got to be perfect. You don't think your body's perfect. You don't think your outfit's perfect. You don't think anything's perfect. Your car's not perfect. Your life's not perfect. Your husband's not perfect. Your wife's not perfect. Your kids aren't perfect. It will drive you crazy. And it gets you just to procrastinate. Well, I just give up. I just give up and you will just procrastinate. See, see, the closest thing to perfection is in the ability to be fully present without any distracting thoughts, measuring or grading ourselves. We're free to really be in the moment. It's at that moment that we truly are alive. Yet the perfectionist is typically present as they're, you know, yet the perfectionist isn't typically present because they're either busy critiquing the past, replaying their every decision, or worrying about the future. You see, the perfectionist is never really present. Isn't that ironic? Is that you? Powerful. Okay, so we've went over, went over three, right? Number one, right? Feeling inadequate. Two, stretching too thin. Number three, being a perfectionist. Number four. Why do we procrastinate? Why do we, they didn't know where to start? This is really important, guys, especially if you're a coach. If you're a coach on this line, you're coaching people, whether it's in your business, whether it's at your job, whether you're coaching a little league team. See, guys, there's only two reasons why people don't do anything, or we call procrastinate. The two reasons why is they don't know how, number one, or they don't feel like it. That's the only two reasons. Now, they don't feel like it. Once again, that goes back to that's a character trait. I can't really do anything with that. I just don't feel like it, Brad. I'm not going to do it, right? I'm going to procrastinate, right? What am I going to do with that? But if they don't know how. See, you guys, there was a post I had on my Facebook and my Instagram. Is I said that confusion is the enemy of progress. Clarity is power. You got to get clear. That's why you're procrastinating because you're not clear. Find somebody who can get you clear. You got to make that lifeline phone call. You got to get somebody to get you clear. Somebody to get you clear on your diet, clear on your health. My grandson, he wants to gain weight. And so he's, you know, he wants to gain muscle and weight. He, you know what I mean? He's just got this, he, he wants to get bigger. Okay. And so, you know, stronger and powerful. And so, you know, it's like, he, he didn't know where to start, you know, and I couldn't help it because I've never really gained weight. I lost weight, I lost 25 pounds. And so it's like, so a friend of mine, Jason Wick was in town this weekend. And I said, Jason, will you go sit down with Corbin? And would you get him clear? Get rid of confusion in his life about gaining weight. 
Jason sat down with him for 30, 45 minutes. The kid's clear. He's crystal clear. All of a sudden, he's not procrastinating. He knows exactly his meal prep, his meal plan, his eating, his products that he's taking, all the stuff that he's taking. He's clear. See, guys, when you see people who are procrastinating, one thing you got to think in your mind as a coach, maybe they don't know what to do. Well, I told them they think they're confused. You know, there's a great quote called confidence and silent insecurities are loud. It's like, you got to be confident once you're confident and then silently you just go on. The people are in security. They're always complaining, whining, complaining. They're just insecure. They're the loud people. If they're loud, they're insecure. If they're screaming at you, they're insecure. And it probably all comes back to maybe you as a coach, they didn't know where to start. That breeds insecurity. It breeds on someone who is already insecure. Get people clear. And if they don't know how, there's nothing you can do with that. Where are you at right now? The reason why you hadn't started your business, the reason why I hadn't started my podcast, number one, is like, first of all, like, well, I don't know what microphone to get. And I don't know what, you know, what, what software to get. And I don't know how to, how to load it up. And see. I didn't know how, so I procrastinated. Then my insecurities take, oh, well, you're not good enough anyway, Brad. You don't have a good enough voice. You don't, it's like, come on, Brad, people are not going to listen to you. Don't have, don't have a big ego thinking that people want to hear you talk. And so all the stuff that goes through your head and it really comes from, I didn't know where to start. So then I just start making excuses. Where are you at? Where are you at? I have people tell me stuff all the time. Whatever you tell me you can't do. It's because why? It's because you don't know where to start. And then confusion kicks in. And then the confidence and, and then confidence goes down. Insecurities jump out, jump up. And then you start complaining. Well, my upline, downline, sideline. And you start complaining about everybody else instead of yourself. It's powerful. Last one. Number five. It's a big one. That's fear. The reason why we procrastinate is we fear. If you fear something, you don't do it. You know, if you fear the dark, right? You're not walking out into the night. You're not going to walk out into the night in the dark, right? If you fear it. Now, why do we fear? We fear things that we're insecure about, right? We fear things that causes pain. And we don't want pain, right? Tony Robbins 101, if you follow Tony Robbins, we only do, we do things for pain or pleasure. And so if it's fear, it's pain. It's pain, we're not doing it. So we're just going to procrastinate. It's because we fear. And could go back to all these things that we talked about. It could be you didn't know where to start. It could be your perfectionism. You won't start until everything's lined up and perfect. You won't get in your car and drive to, to a grocery store until all the lights are green, right? And so you stretch yourself too thin or you're feeling inadequate, not enough, fear. Great statement, Bob Proctor. What we focus on comes about. What we focus on comes about, guys. If you have fear, if this is the reason you're procrastinating, you're focusing on the wrong things. And it's hard. 
So you got to not focus. See, there's a great, let me read this little article here to you. It says, what are you planning in your garden of life? Life is like a garden and that's growing in our lives is that which we planted. So what's growing in our life is that which we planted? Sure. Some of it's weeds we didn't ask for. But when you focus on growing, right, focus on good, you'll have more of that, right? In this COVID-19 era, now more than ever, we need to focus on what we want rather than obsess over fearful things we don't want. So many people are so fearful of getting COVID, they're getting it. They're so focusing on weeds that weeds are coming in the garden. Instead of just focus on all the flowers, weeds will be very minimal if you focus on the garden. See, plant the seeds you want to grow and tend them well. The more they grow, the less room for weeds, whether in this garden metaphor, metaphor, or in your life and work and business. See, what you focus on is what grows more fully in your life. I'm telling you, this is, if there's anything, anything you don't get out of this podcast here today. What are you focusing on? Are you focused on what you don't have? Are you focusing on what you want? Are you focusing on in your garden, on your flowers or the weeds? Are you focusing? Because it'll depress you. If you focus on the wrong thing, grow your garden. Whatever you focus on comes about. Do you understand that? You ever seen a race car, like a NASCAR race car driver? They talk about them all the time. They're going around in a circle, right? They're going 150, 160, sometimes 190 miles an hour, spinning around this court, this track, right? And they talk about the wall. The one thing you don't want to hit the wall. And then when they start coaching these kids to ride and, and to drive, the first thing they get them to do is not focus on the wall. If you look at the wall, you'll hit it. Focus on where you want to go, not where you don't want to go. If you look at that wall, you're hitting that wall. You know, I, most people, you see cars wrapped around trees. It's because when they go off the road, they see the tree, they focus on that tree and they hit it. That's why they, that's why you see that. See what you focus on comes on, comes about. You can't focus on what you don't want. Focus on you, on you, what you want, not on what you don't. Okay. It's a concept. It sounds so easy too, doesn't it? It's like, well, Brad, that sounds easy. It is. Jim Rohn says it's easy to do, easy not to do. See, right now in your life, are you focused on what you don't have right now? Are you focused on why isn't my business growing? Are you focusing on that? See, once you change your thoughts, once you change what you focus on, once you think what, you, what, you're, what, you, what you're looking at, everything changes in your life. So there's the five things, the five things. Number one, let's go over again. So you're clear. Why do we procrastinate? Because we feel inadequate. We feel like we're not enough. It's a big one. It's a big one. Number two, we're stretched too thin. And that comes from being inadequate. We're trying to do way too much. We think we have to do it all. Cause I'm, I just, I just gotta be good I, because that goes into perfectionism because you think you got to be perfect and you can't be perfection. Remember stops growth, it stops it in its tracks. There is never perfection. If you read perfection, people who think they are perfect, remember they're not perfect. 
They're always judging everybody and they never willing to learn. Is that you? Number four, didn't, don't know where to start. They just don't know where to start. That's why they procrastinate. They're confused. If you're a coach on here, number one thing, when you see procrastination, jump on that, sign out. They don't know how. They don't know how. They don't know how to do it. Their ego won't let them ask you. And number five, fear. What we focus on comes about. You know, guys, we talked about in the very first podcast that we go from survival to success to significance. And the reason why people stay in the survival mode so much is this right here. They just stay in the survival mode because of procrastination. But really the reasons why, not because they're lazy. The reason why is because they have these five problems. And even when they get to success, they're still not happy because they're still not, I'm still not adequate enough, Brad, and it's not perfect. And I fear I may lose all my money. I fear I may lose this. I may fear this. And people come to me, it's like, oh man, if I become successful, I lose my family and my wife. And I know a lot of people who are successful lose that. And then they have start fearing. See, that's why significant is such a place to get to. Once you get to significance, once you get to a place where I can just be significant, that's, that's what you want. There's no extreme exhaustion when you're being significant. I'm telling you, there's no exhaustion when you're being significant in people's lives. It fuels you. It makes you feel powerful. It's amazing how you feel, even though there is exhaustion. It's a powerful, powerful place to be. Let's go make a legacy mindset. Let's go make our legacy. Have a fantastic day. Have a fantastic week. Have a fantastic weekend whenever you listen to this. Talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you could think of anyone who would like to listen to this or use this, please share on your social media or text them. We would greatly appreciate that. And a final thought. There's a proverb that says, if you continually give, you will continually have. It's a perfect formula for building a significant team and a significant life. Remember, your legacy is not about what you acquire. It's about what you leave behind. Let's go have a legacy mindset.